Hello and welcome to the Community HealthCast brought to you by the Queen's Community Health Board. My name is Rick Conrad and I'll be your host today along with our coordinator and podcast producer, Elizabeth Bailey. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you this morning? I'm just great, Rick. I'm excited about our topic today. Me too. So let's get into it. Well, Elizabeth, as you know, we'll be talking today with two people involved in a new initiative in the region of Queen's. The Diversity and Inclusion Action Team was formed a few months ago to advise a municipality on community programs and services while finding ways to support and promote diversity in Queens. And we're joined today by Eric Levy, who started his position as Diversity and Inclusion Coordinator at the Region of Queens two months ago. Most of Eric's career has been in the classroom as a college instructor and teaching English as another language. He has worked with people from all over the world with various backgrounds and beliefs. In 2017, he earned a master's degree in public administration to work on diversity and inclusion at the government level. And Linda Earle is the chair of the Diversity and Inclusion Action Team. She has been a resident of Queens County for the past 18 years and is passionate about issues of human rights, social inclusion, and equity. Linda's family and lived experience have given her insight into issues of exclusion and discrimination as a result of race, mental illness, gender, and poverty. As a public health physician, she is trained in understanding how such factors negatively influence the health of different groups and the population as a whole. So hello to both of you and welcome to our podcast. Hey, thanks for having us. Good morning. So tell us uh, a bit about the Diversity Inclusion Action Team. How did it get going? What does it do? Thanks for the question. The Diversity and Inclusion Action Team is, as you mentioned, a new initiative. And I think it's really important to understand why this is a a timely initiative. So we know from the news and from talking to each other that every day in Canada, in Nova Scotia, and in our communities right here in Queens, that there are people who have experiences that tell them that they don't belong um, or they can't feel comfortable in their in their communities. And it's really unfortunate, but the reality is that racism, homophobia, prejudice and discrimination of, of all forms, unfortunately, are still alive and well in our communities. And as a group of community representatives, we really believe that uh, we can be leaders in saying that this is just not acceptable and that instead we can work together to build communities where everyone feels supported and included regardless of their backgrounds or values. So that's a bit about why we feel the initiative is really important now and we are a group of 10 community representatives supported by Eric, our coordinator, and we are formally mandated by the municipality um, to provide advice to them. So I'll tell you who's on the committee because I'm sure listeners will recognize the names and certainly know who these community folks are. We have with us Laura Friday, Penny Brown, Paul Wood, Trina Dexter, Shanine Corkum, Jesse Lones, Amanda Fisher, and Phil Prendergrass will be joining us, as well as myself. And just a, a plug, we are seeking another member, and it would be absolutely wonderful to have a youth perspective. You had asked about what we do, and I think it's probably best summed up uh, in saying that really we're about trying to influence changes in our communities and culture by providing advice to the municipality. 
Um, and we can do that working with our coordinator, the CAO and council. And we're trying to work around a, a five-pronged approach. So first, we need to really understand the issues and the perspectives that are in our community around diversity and inclusion. We then want to be able to support community members with uh, tools that they need to thrive here in Queens, whether that's how to have difficult conversations or specific resources. We also want to work with our business community to make Queens an inclusive place to live and work, as well as look at our municipal policies and practices to ensure that our municipality is an inclusive place to live and work, and also to work with other governments and organizations to make diversity and inclusion a priority for all of us. It's a big mandate, but we feel that Queens is up to the task. Thanks, Linda. You know, we always hear about Queens County being a very welcoming place. Was there something that led to this or was it just one of those things that given everything else that's going on in the world, that it was felt that it was time to make this more of a priority? Well, I wouldn't say that there was any one incident. And certainly, I think Nova Scotians and Queens County, we are very well known for being a welcoming place to live. But not everybody's experience is the same. And so I think we need to, you know, really recognize that even though we want to be welcoming, there's more we can do to make sure that we're not just welcoming, but inclusive, that we find ways for everyone to actively feel comfortable and participate in the community, because we all come from different walks of life. And we really can create a much more vibrant place if we involve and include everyone. How have you been getting the word out about the team and what you hope to do and what you are doing? Our work is fairly new, so we're just starting to get some of our word out. Recently, we've been working a lot with the Region of Queen's Municipality Communications and using their social media outlets to start to get some of our word out. I'm happy to say that our own webpage was launched just this week on the Region of Queen's website, so that's a, a big first step. And then, you know, we have a communication plan that is going to build as time goes on. So, you know, we're just starting to get our momentum so far. There's been a lot of social media within the region of Queen's platforms, our website, and then just getting introductions with various community members and having the diversity and action inclusion team being such a passionate group of people. I'm sure that word of mouth has been something that's been quite the force going on lately. So that's the start of how we're getting our word out there. And as when second winter is over, I'm sure we'll, see, we'll start to see more of us in person, hopefully, and, and start to get out and visiting businesses and being parts of community events that are happening if they can happen. And so you'll see and hear a lot more from me and from the team as time goes on. Just ask each of you why you wanted to be involved in this endeavor. Well, when I first saw the uh, call for uh, volunteers for the team to become a part of the team, just right away, it hit me as being in line with the types of issues I'm, I'm passionate about, whether that's uh, work or personally. Um, certainly uh, myself um, in my own life have had lots of connection to some of the very challenging barriers, whether myself individually or family members, those barriers that can keep people excluded and unable to participate and feel comfortable in their communities. And so I was very excited to join the group and very impressed that 
the municipality and council were ready to say this is important to us in Queens and just to be leaders in this. There are some other communities in Nova Scotia who are doing this, but uh, not enough. And so I think we have the real opportunity to be leaders here, which I think is great. Yeah, I think I would second a lot of what Linda said in terms of what my motivations were to become involved in this as the staff resource. And I think just to really reiterate for Region of Queens being somewhat a smaller, more rural municipal unit, this is a very forward-thinking initiative. These sorts of things you generally see in larger urban centers. And so when I saw that the position was advertised in a place like Region of Queens, doing something that's so, I guess, different from what you generally see as the role and responsibility of a municipal government. I just found it so interesting that I had to apply and I was fortunate enough to get the seat, so to speak. (laughs) And so I think those were my motivations, um, you know, similar to Linda's, but then also to, to just see the forwardness of Region of Queens in doing this. I was impressed. Are there certain groups you're trying to reach or certain members of the community that you're trying to represent? In a short way, I would say no. I think our work is to really reach everybody. You know, diversity and inclusion includes everybody from all walks of life. So it's not an initiative to necessarily focus on those people who have been discriminated against. Of course, we want to work with them, but I think it's a combination of the two to help strike an understanding and sharing of perspectives and to work on encouraging the understanding and the value of being diverse and inclusive communities. So short answer, no, (laughs) there there is no target group. The target group is everybody. (laughs) And in terms of the makeup of the team, I mean, it is a volunteer term that the representatives are filling, but we come as community members. Uh, We don't come representing one particular organization or one particular group. Of course, with any team, you know, we do have multiple, multiple perspectives and experiences represented on the team. So we do have people who themselves or through their family or through their work have experienced either exclusion or marginalization. And we also have people who have wonderful experiences to share about the opposite. We have people who have worked in all sectors, whether that's government, religious, education, health background, social sector. So I think for us, what's important is that as individuals, we all have um, multiple different perspectives and identities that we bring to issues. And it's about harnessing that collective wisdom to really uh, ensure that we're building a culture and um, opportunities in Queens that are inclusive of everyone. There's a lot of talk lately about people moving to Queens County from elsewhere and uh, people coming to more rural areas for a change of pace. Is it realistic for me to ask if the team has any plans to encourage people of different backgrounds to move to the region or... I think from like the municipal point of view, a lot of our work is to better communities, you know, even zoning, public works, community development, economic development, all of that work goes into bettering communities, which in effect works on attracting people and encouraging people to move here and to keep people who are already here. So I think a lot of our municipal work in general focuses on attraction and retention of residents. 
Fun fact, the region of Queens has given out 208 welcome to Queens packages since 2018. So there are initiatives that directly relate to that. You know, as I drive into work every morning, I see the retired to Liverpool sign on the side of the road. So, I mean, in terms of actually guided specific diversity and inclusion work to encourage people from different backgrounds to move to the region. I just think as a community development to encourage diversity and inclusion on the whole, then there's a trickle down effect that helps encourage people to move here and stay here and to create more welcoming communities to allow that to happen. Building on what Eric has said, with respect to diversity and inclusion, I think we have the opportunity to shift our focus. So it's not about how do we find those people who have diverse backgrounds and encourage them to come to Queens to make us more diverse, but rather it's about looking at it as an opportunity to build a place that other folks look at and say, wow, there's a place that has something really special. I know that people feel comfortable in the community there, no matter what their backgrounds. So that's where we want to be. People want to see themselves in their communities. And there's evidence from all kinds of different fields, whether it's education, health, that people need to see themselves represented. And just the visuals are something that says to people, hey, I'm seen, I'm welcome, I can be comfortable here. I think we need to do all of that, but we also need to make sure that it's not just a visual sign that people are welcome and included in Queens, but carry that through to knowing that if you walk down the street, um, you can have a conversation with someone and it be a positive, respectful conversation. That if you go into a business, you'll see yourself reflected there and that all of our settings and our culture here is one, not just that we're only showing that visibly. The government piece is interesting, and I think it's easier uh, maybe for people to grasp your job there because you are sort of a creation of the municipality. I find interesting the piece of working with the business community. So do you have any kind of ideas about how that will be brought into reality? Like, will there be challenges there, do you think, or is it too early to tell? I think it's a little too early to tell. There are similar initiatives within the municipality that have been working with the business community. So figuring out what has worked with them, their successes and their challenges will help us in the future. Being here two months, I think we've accomplished a great amount in those two months, but a lot of the focus has been reflective in terms of the actual municipalities practices and getting a baseline of what the diversity and inclusion action team would like to accomplish, though the businesses are going to be an integral part of that. And, you know, when we start to work with those businesses, just given my first impression of the communities that I've visited in Queens, I'm sure that we'll have a great reception and some really good conversations and hopefully forge some partnerships and some interactions with the business community to really help inform each other's work and goals and priorities and to move forward with those. So how can the general community get involved with the work of the diversity and inclusion action team? There's quite a few ways and there'll be more as time goes on. As Linda previously said, we do have the action team and there is space available on it. So you can check out the Region of Queens website to figure out how to become involved in that. And also I would encourage people, if you're interested, don't wait until you see a vacancy posted. 
let us know. And then we'll keep that information in our hands. So when there are times we need people on the committee or in other capacities, we can reach out. We're soon going to be launching a small grants program, which will help support community initiatives and diversity and inclusion through funding. And as time goes on, I'm sure we'll be looking for volunteers, business partners, other supports, other partnerships with community groups, input on what we can do asking us to be a resource for them. I love to research. There may be a a business who's like, am I inclusive? Am I diverse? And just don't know where to start. We can help you figure that out. If you want to have a conversation, you can reach out to us. You can get me via email or phone. I would just say watch for initiatives that are coming and connect with us. Uh, You know any of the Action Team members, stop us and have a chat. Connect with Eric through um, the municipality and start talking to each other. I mean, this is really about all of us. If people want to be involved, I think the best thing we can do is start thinking and talking respectfully about diversity and inclusion in Queen's. You know, what are our own biases? What have been our experiences? is what are our concerns and what kind of a community do we want to build so that everyone feels comfortable and valued? That really is the way, I think, to get involved and to start moving us forward. One very easy way to get involved is that we are hoping to soon be launching a survey to get community feedback on perspectives on diversity and inclusion. So that will be going up on our social medias through the region of Queens and our websites. It may seem like a small way to get involved, but it's very impactful to have people to take the time to fill out those surveys and questionnaires to let us know what their perspectives are and what their experiences are. So please keep a lookout for that. And that's a great first way to get involved. I would just like to thank our guests so much for coming on and talking with us. It was really a pleasure and I hope we get a chance to speak with you again. Thanks. I hope so too. Thank you. All right. Excellent. Thanks again, guys, and have a great day. For more information on today's topic, please visit our Facebook page, Queen's Community Health Board. Thanks for listening, and tune in next time to the Community Health Cast.